Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, a crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit. And inside the Rebels, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. Hey, buddy. Happy Tuesday. Hey. Yeah, happy Tuesday. It's a uh it, it's a it's a happy Tuesday turned into a happy Monday night for the Ole Miss football program with a guy we've been waiting on, it seems like forever, Ben, Deshaun Gaddy finally makes it to Oxford. I mean about four o'clock Monday afternoon, he rolls into town. He's here, man. He is. Uh, he's going to be in in intercession classes, uh, fully eligible, ready to roll. Deshaun Gaddy is an old Miss Rebel. When he committed back in the spring, it was just one of the guys. He was he was clumped in there with John Saunders. He was clumped in there with Monty Montgomery and Jeremiah Jean Baptiste. But ever since Davis and Igbenosa went to Ohio State, Miles Battle went to Utah, they've lost so much in the secondary. Getting him now when there was doubt if he would ever show up at Ole Miss is now a huge deal. He's no longer one of the guys. This is a player that's going to come in and be in the rotation almost immediately. Yeah, big, big deal. Uh, a very experienced cornerback. Had 60-something tackles last year at North Texas. Uh, so he's good in run support. We know that. Um, and, and, and Ole Miss is going to have him at the cornerback position. Now we know Pete Golding likes to kind of have his guys in the secondary interchangeable, if you will, that they can play all positions back there. And and I think Gaddy can, but they're going to look at him first as a cornerback and, um, you know, yeah, much bigger deal than it was back in January when he first announced he was coming to Ole Miss because he never got here. And, um, you know, he didn't go through spring ball at, at, at North Texas, didn't go through spring ball here, kind of stuck out there. And you will, if, if you will, in portal purgatory and uh, he's here, man. And, and it is a much bigger deal now, as you mentioned, the three guys that we lost in the secondary, um, you know, for him to be here and to be, be a plug and play type guy, um, uh, Huge deal, and hopefully, you know, will be one of the missing pieces Ole Miss needs back there. Tyshim Johnson is gone. He's playing at Oregon now. Uh, Braxton Myers left after a couple of months. He signed in November, enrolled in January, and now he's a Purdue Boilermaker. When you consider everything that's happened, Deshaun Gaddy was already a big-time ad because he was a three-year starter for North Texas. I mean, he was an all-conference USA player at North Texas. So he, he was a big deal. He commits in January, and immediately we all on, on, all on all of our sites start to report what's going on, which is he's dealing with some academic stuff. The hope is that he'll get his grades in order to enroll in June. And you'd get questions about Deshaun Caddy. Hey, anything new on Deshaun Caddy? Nope, still the same thing. 
working to get his academics in order so that he can enroll in, in June. And sure enough, it happens. It's like we almost forgot about it, but man, it feels like Deshaun Gaddy, a three-year starter at a power five is like parachuting in, you know what I mean? At exactly the right time for Ole Miss football. This is a big get. I mean, he was a big get back when he committed, but now with everything else, like I said, it's just, it's a huge deal. And I think he starts at cornerback, like you said. It just makes too much sense. John Saunders has moved to safety. Braxton Myers was going to move to safety because he wasn't playing well at cornerback. They need a guy with Zamari Walton and DeAndre Prince. They need a third guy to step in there and not just be the third corner, but push those guys as well. And he has the talent and the resume to kind of do that. Yeah, and, and you know, this is just the, the, the now, the here and now, the future of college football. I, I mean, the Ole Miss secondary is a classic case of that. I mean, you know, three, four guys move on, three or four guys come in. And, um, you know, we're going to be dealing with this kind of stuff on, really on an annual basis from, from here on out, the way things stand right now. So, you know, get used to it. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's unfortunate on one hand, but, you know, it, it's, it's, promising and fortunate on another hand um you know you're always hoping that uh you know you you've you've fixed yourself and you know this is a part of the Ole Miss defense that we hope has fixed itself finally finally because Ole Miss actually has some numbers and they're not done either I mean they're going after a number of players in the portal still I mean the portal is officially closed for new entrants but Ole Miss is still actively going after Keon Coleman who we've talked about for weeks now it feels like the Michigan State accomplished wide receiver transfer. Isaac uh, Akuwu from James Madison, the defensive lineman. We've been talking about how Ole Miss needs an edge. Stephon Wynn from Nebraska. There's a lot of guys that Ole Miss is still in on that they have a real shot at landing. If you had to kind of rank choice the three remaining big guys, where do we feel like Ole Miss is right now with Keon, for example? Do you think he's going to commit this week? Do you think it'll be Ole Miss? Where, where is that one for you? Yeah, I mean – so I, I talked to a very good source with him late Sunday night. I put the story up Monday morning. Um, you know, I, I think as far as NIL goes, the offers are very similar from Ole Miss and Florida State. Um, so, and, and I asked, I said, well, is anybody else involved? The answer was no, not right now. So, you know, he's got to pick between Florida State and Ole Miss. Um, at, at this juncture, I feel like Ole Miss has the lead. I really do. Not a very big edge, but I think Ole Miss has the edge on Keon Coleman. Um, as far as uh, Stefan Wynn, and it, it's kind of funny, so I'm going back through my phone numbers. And when Stefan Wynn was an undergraduate high school prospect, I talked to him at one time. And lo and behold, I still had his phone number. So I called him yesterday. Thinking, I'm shocked oh, that he's one of the ones that actually kept his original phone number. Yeah, he is, actually. And uh, Typically, you know, football players change their numbers, I would say, at least on average four and a half times. Yeah, and, and you know, typically – most transfer portal players don't talk to the media. They don't. They just don't. They don't. They, they've been through that. They don't want to go through it again. So I'm thinking, okay, I got Wynn's number. I'm going to call him. It's going to show up as Oxford, Mississippi. He's going to answer the phone. 
And lo and behold, he did. Did he call you coach? No, he answered the phone. Hey, what's up, coach? Yep. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, look, Stefan, I'm not a coach. This is who I am. So I got your number. He was like, oh, man. Yeah, but now you got him cornered. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not doing any interviews right now. And I go, well, that's cool, man. I understand that. But uh, when do you think you're going to make your decision? Oh, God. And he's like, well, probably this week. And, uh, you know, so he didn't talk a whole lot, but he taught some. And, um, you know, of course, he was on, a, on an official to Mississippi State over the weekend. And uh, – he and Isaac Ukwu had both been to Ole Miss the weekend before. Ukwu ends up going to Missouri on an official. So um, those guys, I think, are, are, are they've got to make a decision. I think when we'll make a decision today, tomorrow, maybe even Thursday. Hell, as we're recording this, we don't know. We're not checking the phones or anything as we talk to each other. Maybe right now. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Ukwu – I think he's got to be close as well. So, um, you know, it could end up being a huge week for Ole Miss in terms of the transfer portal. Um, you know, I mean, just think if you got Coleman, Wynn, and Ukwu, oh, my goodness. I mean, <clears throat> that you would feel really, really good about, about how the transfer portal has treated you. Um, you know, Coleman, I think, is a bit of a luxury you know, I, I think there are guys on the on the Ole Miss team that could develop into big time receivers. Coleman is a big time receiver. Period. You can he slides can in as, as wide receiver one day one, doesn't he? I think he does absolutely. Yeah. And um, but they don't you know, have the depth of options on the defensive line. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the the depth's not there, and they need more depth. Um, so you know, all we can do is just hold on right now. And and see what happens. I, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic on at least two of the three of them. What do you think the chances are of going three for three with Keon, Isaac Ukwu, and Stefan Wynn? I, I'd set them at about forty percent. Hey, that's higher than I thought. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you never know, and of course, the the whole element that you know you really never know about is, you know, what adjustments are going to be made to the NIL deals at the end, because that, that matters. It matters. You know, there's no sense in not pretending it doesn't matter. It definitely matters. Who is almost competing with for Ukwu? I, th I think Missouri. Yeah. Just Missouri. I, I really do. And I, I think win is pretty much a battle between Ole Miss and Mississippi state. Oh, those are always fun. Yeah, well, at the end, you already know what's going to be said, what's going to be written. If Wynn goes to Ole Miss, it's, you know, the Bulldogs backed off of him at the last minute. Oh, yeah, that's how it always goes. Uh, Ukwu oh. visited Auburn April 29th. He followed with a visit to Ole Miss the next weekend, so Auburn's in there as well. Um, but really, you think Missouri's the biggest threat for him right now? Well, it's the freshest threat. I mean, I'm always – partial to siding with the team that gets the last best in-person shot. And um, Missouri got that with him at this moment. So, you know, but, uh, but I'm not ruling out Auburn, not at all.
can't do. I'm it. not either. I, I feel better about Win than I do Ukwu because uh, basically his quotes afterwards afterwards in regards to the Ole Miss visit were they're not making it easy on me. Oh, so you had a decision in mind, so Ole Miss is making you think about it. Typically, then that that means that they they were leaning somewhere else, and while you did give them something to think about, they're probably going to end up there. Yeah, could very well be the case. Yeah, or that could just be pure speculation because I'm used to almost not landing edges in this portal class. Well, that's why we're at the uh, situation we're in, Ben. We <laughs> I was about to say to we're, we're at that Ju- we're at that June crossroads. You know, where almost really needs to get these players in. That's yeah, why Deshaun and- Gaddy was such a nice welcome. Not surprised because this was the plan all along: get your academics in order, enroll by June, and he did that. But I don't think anybody was expecting it to be announced when it was announced, which is middle of May. I mean, that's a great welcome development for a unit that has just dealt with blow after blow after blow since the season ended. Uh, same thing with Edge, except you just haven't gotten that that break that you're wanting to get from one of the coveted portal guys because Edges are the hardest to get in the portal right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. Edges and offensive tackles are big-time premiums on those guys. And, you know uh, – one guy we haven't talked about is Caleb Johnson, the quarterback from Louisville. Um, you know, I spoke with Caleb uh, briefly yesterday morning, told me the visit went great, uh, might have some good news for me soon. So now that news is 24 hours old. But um, Still waiting you know, for the graphic, David. That's all that is. Yeah, it could be. The quarterback from Louisville – in here on an official visit this weekend. And Ben, we've talked about this on the air, off the air. You know, why? Why do you bring in another portal quarterback right now? And, and you know, we, we really only get to one logical conclusion, and that is, you know, is Spencer Sanders going to transfer, you know, once he gets his undergraduate degree? Um, because none of the portal rules really apply to him. He'll be a grad transfer. He can go when he wants to and go where he wants to. Man, the NCAA has to streamline all this stuff at some point. They won't, but they need to. Yeah, definitely so. So so you have a situation where Ole Miss, who has three scholarship quarterbacks, two of them they went and got from the portal in January, um, already on the roster, and they're bringing in a fourth guy from Louisville that they'll have to scholarship as well. Um, it, it just goes, you, you just scratch your head a little bit and go, wow, you know, okay. So, but also forecasting it for the future. This is a player who has three years of eligibility and you didn't sign a high school quarterback in last class because you lost uh, Marcel Reed in November. Yeah. He's got four years, four years, four now. years. Excuse me then. Yeah. I'm mistaken. I thought it was three. So it, it's more of a long-term play. It, it, I don't, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me in regards to Spencer Sanders, because he didn't get to put his best foot forward in the spring, especially the first two weeks when he was still dealing with a shoulder injury, but got better toward the end of spring and really played well, arguably better than any of the three quarterbacks in the Grove Bowl. And it's not like Lane Kiffin has come out and said, hey, our starting quarterback is Jackson Dart. It is done. Nothing has been publicly, maybe privately, but publicly has not been decided. So you're still better, best opportunity as far as biggest stage and showcase opportunity in your NFL pay year is still Ole Miss, unless maybe the tampering portal has led to maybe an Auburn or whoever coming in and saying, hey, look, man, we got a starting job waiting on you. Just graduate. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, the tampering portal is very real. It happens everywhere, everywhere. from everybody. Including and it, Yeah, and it's so easy to do. I mean, just say I'm a college coach at University X. I call his high school coach and go, hey, coach, what about uh, what about your guy, man? Is he happy where he's at? I don't think he is. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time you talk to him, like as soon as we hang up the phone, let him know we got a spot for him and we'd like to talk to him. And then there you have it. I mean, that's tampering, but it's not tampering, right? It's like when um, a foreign diplomat would come to the to the to Washington to come to the White House and want to speak to the president, but the president can't publicly say he actually met with so and so because they're controversial. So they have just like, all right, we'll sit him in this room, the Roosevelt room, and we'll have the president just accidentally run into him. Same thing used to happen at, at football practices with recruits. You know, like coaches can't talk to the players, but if you run into them accidentally, quote unquote, you're good. It's that kind of thing. Same deal. There's always yeah. a workaround with all of this stuff, and coaches always find those workarounds. Workaround. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. I it's like a workaround. That. It's a nice way of putting they're all tampering like hell. <laughs> Every, everybody is. Don't don't think for a second they aren't. And you know, all all the all the BCS teams are treating the FCS teams like a farm system. You know, if you got a kid now in high school, whereas three years ago, you'd have rolled the dice and said, okay, we think we can develop this kid. There's really not much more of that going on anymore. It Now it's okay. We're going to let Jackson state take this kid. And if he's a stud in the SWAC, uh, we'll, we'll get him two years down the road or Tennessee Martin or wherever. I mean, that's a real thing. That's happening. It is unfortunate because those FCS schools just don't stand a chance long term unless something changes. Well, you're not you're not going to build an FCS roster um, traditionally anymore. You're not. And the FCS schools, they do the same thing with the Division two schools. I mean, it, it's it's just a it's it's a beat down from the top to the bottom and. You know, well, the yeah. school's really getting buried. The program's really getting buried to the JUCOs. They are. And I think it's changed the, the complexion and the face of junior college football. Whereas, particularly in Mississippi, whereas some of your best talent in the country used to infiltrate the Mississippi JUCO ranks, now it's really, it, it, I think it's really hit them a, a quality peg or two. Um, you know, and it's still good football, but um, it's it's a little bit different because now the JUCOs, their big pitch used to be, okay, Johnny, you come here and we'll have you ready for the SEC in two years. Now, Tennessee Martin can say the same thing. I mean, hey, come here, and when you're ready to go to the next level, I will help get you there. It's the same line the junior colleges used to have all to themselves. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card. 
you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. To find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep, Alan Samuels, let's be friends. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We've been talking about Stefan Wynn. We've been talking about Isaac Ukwu. Um, two edges defensive line targets for Ole Miss in the portal. DJ Holmes signed in November, but then he was arrested. Um, is there a chance he's enrolled for summer workouts or will he not be enrolling? What's the latest on him? Do we know it? I don't, I don't know. I know nothing else about DJ Holmes other than he was arrested for eluding the police. And, and, and really, I'm glad somebody asked that because we really need to look into that. And see where Casey it is. McCuller right asked that on the Ole Miss Spirit on three message board, and I honestly had no idea. I hadn't even thought about him in a while. It's a good question because now every just like with Deshaun Gaddy, as Ole Miss was waiting, every player at those need positions become that much more important, regardless of whether or not they were highly billed signees or not, or additions or not. Right? I mean, Ole Miss needs bodies defensively because I feel like offensively, with or without Keon Coleman, Ole Miss has enough firepower to win games and be competitive, but defensively. There's just not enough dudes. There weren't in the spring. So Deshaun Gaddy, for me, is one of the biggest additions now that Ole Miss has made through the portal. Because if you look at the portal hall, it hadn't been underwhelming, but it's not like Ole Miss has had the splash that maybe we were anticipating at first in terms of overall quality of their portal hall. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, Lane Kiffin forewarned us of that. You know, not every portal player that's going to be brought in here is 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 penciled in as a starter. Um, you know, it's going to be about depth issues and things like that. And, and I can't tell you how many times Lane stood at the podium and told us that. So, you know, it, it's not a total surprise. Um, and you're right. It hasn't been underwhelming, but it hasn't been totally overwhelming either. 
you know, getting Walker Howard, getting Spencer Sanders, they were certainly headline stealers. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure either one of the two of them are going to be on the field for meaningful snaps this fall. So, again, it's about building depth and has been. Uh, the offensive linemen they brought in, Vic Kearney and Quincy McGee, I'm not sure either one of them will be starting um, this fall. But they're important pieces nevertheless. So you buy that Caleb Johnson, the potential addition of him, is directly tied to Spencer Sanders? You know, there there are a couple of ways of looking at it, and, and I, I think I've said this as well, maybe just talking with you on the phone. One is that, you know, we know Spencer Sanders at the, at the most is one and done. So, you know, that alleviates some quarterback issues going into next year if you have Caleb Johnson on the roster because – I mean, let's just say Jackson Dart goes out and throws for 4,000 yards and declares for the NFL draft instead of just being right back where you were with Jackson Dart being your only scholarship quarterback. Fast forward to Walker Howard being your only scholarship quarterback. You've got two scholarship quarterbacks. So, you know, it could be some of that. I suppose it's not fair for us to speculate, but that's what we do is speculate. Um, about Spencer Sanders' future when we don't know for sure what what his plans are, but um, you know, so that that yeah, you know, both sides of the fence. I could see both ways as being, you know, a pretty s- smart move. If Ole Miss this week, after getting Deshaun Gaddy, which is good news, lands Keon Coleman, lands one of Stefan Wynn or Isaac Ukwu, and then picks up. Caleb Johnson, the transfer quarterback from Louisville, what letter grade would you give Ole Miss for its portal hall? And not knowing that they're probably still not even done. Yeah, probably a B. Because, you know, out of those guys you mentioned, only Keon Coleman would pretty much come in here and be a guaranteed starter. Um, Deshaun Gaddy, I think, has an excellent chance of, of cracking the starting lineup. Um, but we know Caleb Johnson's not going to start – and we 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 kind of know, you know, when is going to be in the rotation. We know that much at least. Yeah, so, it's not like with Jared Ivy when they signed him out of Georgia Tech. You said, okay, he's starting opposite Cedric Johnson. That's not really the case here. No, not not really. I mean, he's going to have to battle and 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 work to crack the starting lineup. But again, it's defensive line. The label starter is is purely semantical. Okay. I mean, you're going to rotate a number of guys in throughout there. I consider all those guys starters, to be honest with you. But, you know, it is what it is. But Keon Coleman in itself, I mean, man, he almost upset a letter grade, to be honest with you. Yeah, by himself. Yeah. Before we get out of here, Ole Miss softball has made the NCAA tournament in a year where, let's be honest, it's kind of been miserable. Hey, Chris Beer stays hot on the recruiting trail, and softball is actually in the postseason. So good. Yeah, um, you know, I, I like it for the fact that it was for the seventh consecutive time. Yes. And, and you know, you're not going to have banner-hanging years all the time, but, you know, the bottom has not fallen out of the Ole Miss softball program since Mike Smith resurrected the program. And he's handed it off to Jamie Traxel, and Jamie has done a, done a solid job. Solid job. I mean, so, you know, 
I like their regional, to be honest with you. Um, they're they're going to play a tough Baylor team on Friday. <clears throat> but they can beat Baylor. And then you've got Utah, and I'm not looking at it. Somebody else is left out there. Um, they can beat Utah. So, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid of them. But, Ben, to be honest with you, looking at the Ole Miss team, the problem is there's not a dominant arm. Um, you know, there's a dominant that they they can have a dominant dominant performance in a tournament that will propel them to bigger things, but there's just not that one dominant arm like like the Faust girl at Alabama. You put her out there and you feel pretty darn good. Um, I don't think we have that picture. And that's, uh, you know, that's that's their Achilles right now. He's David Johnson. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben at Rebels247. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit on three. He writes for Inside the Rebels247. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review, talk of champions and iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. Whenever one or all of these guys pop for Ole Miss, we'll be back to talk again. Thank you, my friend. Howdy, toddy, everybody. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.